Greg Collins Show, AM 1230 WJBC. I know I'm supposed to do weather here. I'm usually supposed to do weather here, and I almost never, ever have the weather ready to go at the top of the show. That is my bad. I promise to give you weather in just a bit here on the radio station, and a lot of other things we promise are coming up, but uh, let's do this guy first. Can we talk about this? So what are you trying to say? Beyond the usual controversial talk. Over there. Prepare yourself okay. for Craig. Okay. Preparing a mighty new spectacle here. Articulate, <laughs> stimulating, yeah. hit you right in the... There you go. We start becoming a team. This is the Craig Collins Show. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, no. On WJBC. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Now your host. He's a good man. Craig. That's right. This is the Craig Collins Show. AM 1230 WJBC. I'm going to go straight to the phones, though, because I got a guest all set up to kick off the show with me. Brian Noonan is here. Uh, kind of. Well, as here as any of us are. Uh, Brian, welcome to the program. Good to be back in the bunker. This is very, very exciting. I know, isn't it? I, well, you're in your bunker. I'm in my bunker. We are both uh, uh, equally bunkered, I guess, at this point. Uh, and a lot yes. going on in the world. Go ahead. This is how the world is going to be. We're all going to be bunkered and hunkered, and uh, <laughs> I may turn into a drunkard. I'm just gonna, I'm like the Dr. Seuss of afternoons right now with you. I want to kick off um, the show in an odd way because this is a passion of mine, and it's probably not national news in any way, shape, or form other than to me. Uh, but a website tried to put together a list of the 101 best pizzas that exist in our country. Uh, they're all wow. different pizzas. I know. This is, I'm deep dive to start the show, Noonan. Before wow. I go... Before I go that route, though, are you a uh, opinionated pizza fan? Are you just an all pizza is acceptable kind of guy? Uh, where's your your pizza uh, fandom lie? I, I I think that there's room for all types of pizzas. I am much more militant when it comes to my toppings, uh, which I know is going to cause consternation uh, with some people. There, you know, people get all people get all revved up about their pizza i'm um you know i'm not one of these guys who says uh, new york pizza is garbage because it's definitely not i'm not uh, one of these people who despises deep dish because there is a time and a place for a good uh, lou malnati's or pizzeria uno deep dish pizza so uh yeah and listen i've dined on all the chain pizzas so i am a pizza aficionado so much so and i'm uh, I, I will say this to go from the higher end uh, wood fire pizzas to when I was on the road, the CC's $5 pizza buffet. <laughs> Have you had Casey's pizza before from the uh, Casey's gas station? I've eaten gas station pizzas from Casey's. I've had some 7-Eleven pizza. I've had, yes, I've eaten. If there is a pizza out there, you there's a it. good chance I've tried. Okay, so here's my problem with this list. And by the way, you scared me already uh, in saying that you're not one of the guys that says New York-style pizza is trash because no one should say that or they have no idea what good pizza is. There should be no one on this planet that thinks well, New know, York pizza is trash. You know because there that's are people stupidity. like that. There, you know, it's it's our regional stubbornness. It's a uh, modern, I, well, okay. mod, moderate form of jingoism where nobody else is better. No <laughs> other pizza is any good. <laughs> only ours. You know, yes. some guy living in some uh, town where it's somebody making it out of their garage. This mm -hmm. is the best pizza on earth. No, it's not. Shut up. So when we go to the top ten of this list, which was created by a website I'm not sure I'm ever going to go to again, thedailymeal.com, uh, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed something interesting. I noticed something yes. very interesting, Noonan, about this list. 
Uh, two Chicago joints made the top 10. Uh, I'm not exactly against Chicago joints, having lived there as long as I did, and I think a good pizza can come out of that city as well. And actually, the places that made it are known more for their thin crust and their deep dish offerings. Uh, but one of those Chicago spots beat out everything East Coast except for a spot in Connecticut, which is delicious. And I doubt many of my listeners have ever been there. Uh, Frank Pepe's Pizzeria Napolitana, uh, and that is in New Haven, Connecticut. It's, it's excellent, excellent pizza. Number two, Pequot's in Chicago. I have never been to Pequot. What are you saying? It's good. It's very good pizza. I, I've heard no. I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah. This is not. This is not an indictment of Pequot's. It's just uh, from where I lived, it was never convenient. Um, it just it it wasn't. It's on my radar. It's one of those places I want to go to, but I have not been there yet. Okay, John's. I know Blaker the charred Street. crust is supposed to what makes it. That's what's, Quite good. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what makes it good. Right? Uh, John's of Bleecker Street came in third. That is in New York City, New York. I have been there. Excellent twice. pizza, correct? Very good pizza. Yes. Actually, the first time I went there, phenomenal. Second time I went there, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then you got the one bad guy who works at that restaurant. Because almost, it's almost impossible to get okay pizza there. A spot in Jersey City came in fourth on the list. Um, there's a spot in Tennessee. They came in fifth. Detroit and Buddy's Pizza, which I've never been to, came in sixth on that list. Uh, we got a couple more East Coasters. And rounding out the top ten, as I said, the other Chicago joint, Peace Pizza, uh, which you and I, I definitely know you've had Peace. Oh, I've been there numerous times. Right. We've even had it at WGN Radio, a timer 70, because uh, it's excellent, excellent pizza as well. Right. On its New Haven-style pizza is what they say. So and the they Peace Pizza is good. there as well. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm just very upset with a list like this that, that places in... New York only made the list a couple times in the top 10. I mean, they're, we're all over the 100. There's Mostly it's an East Coast thing. But when you got to the top 10, I don't know if they were just trying to make some news here. Uh, even though they did, as I said, choose the two Chicago joints that are not known for Chicago-style pizza. Uh, real quick, your favorite type of pizza is is what style? Whew, wow, see, uh, that's hard to say. You don't even want to, okay. No, I like, I, I'm... The majority of times I eat pizza, it's thin crust pizza. It's tavern style. Correct. It's the ones that's cut into squares, uh, oh, like oh. all good human beings you uh, had, should. No, 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 no. We will. No, have I never bites. eat the middle. I don't eat the middle pieces. I, I know. I need crust on my pizza. Correct. So yeah. I, I enjoy a pizza cut into triangles, but the 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 way it's cut here, tavern style, um, that's the majority of the pizzas. And if you you know, I could get in. Everybody's got their own local pizza place that's their favorite. So. You know, style-wise, I can say that's my that's my favorite because it's the one I eat the most. But I will tell you, man, when I get a chance, and I don't do it very often, to go with a uh, a deep dish from either Uno's or Malnati's, and not the Uno franchises, the Uno's, yeah, the, the original right. Uno's down on Wabash. Um, there's nothing better. See, but that's a sandwich. You're not having pizza anymore. That's an utterly different product. No, to get the deep see, dish. no, that's the same. That's the same kind of party line that you complained about. <laughs> people who said New York pizzas is awful. No, it hold is on. not a sandwich. Yes, it is. There's no, so it, much bread. No, it's not. You, that, that's again. That's a misconception and uh, fake news and propaganda sp spread by the radical thin crust uh, lovers of pizza. Whatever. It is not all that bread. If you if you take apart a. Uh, piece of Malnati's or Uno's. Yeah. And you actually look at how much, how thick the crust is. It's not very thick. Now, is, is it thicker than a thin crust pizza? Yes. But it's not, 
you're talking about like if you a Detroit style pizza is all dough. That's a big, thick, spongy well, dough. Then a, then a, a Chicago a style pizza, a pan pizza has a crispy crust on the bottom. Then it's mostly cheese. Now you can argue you can argue there's too much cheese. Yeah. And I would say okay, that that's a valid argument for people who are dumb. But uh, <laughs> for to say that there's too much bread and it's a sandwich. Makes you sound like a rube. Well, I, I'm... And I know I'm, you are not a rube. No, I'm happy to be a rube in this world. Uh, if it's not too much bread for you, then the Chicago-style pizza, it's definitely a jam-packed sandwich of meats and cheeses, as you just said a second ago. In neither scenario is it pizza. And I didn't say it was bad. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, I never said that I dislike the sandwich that is a Chicago pizza, but it's not, to me, consuming pizza. I'm consuming a very different product that has a lot more items on it than it should ever have to be called the beloved thing that I refer to as a pizzeria pizza. Well, wait a minute. A so so there's only one type of pizza? To me, yeah. So the wood-fired flatbread, the Napole not, Napoleana, Napoleonic, whatever, Neapolitan. Yeah. Neapolitan. That's not, Neapolitan isn't. The, uh, the wood-fired isn't. The uh, Detroit-style isn't. So there's only one type of pizza, and that would be, what, the New York-style really thin, uh, foldable, John Travolta walking down the <laughs> avenue, strutting type of pizza. Is, so, that what we're, is that what I'm led to believe in almost from your everything, comments? In almost everything you just said, I would have been on the same page as you, except you threw in uh, 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 Napoleon. Uh, how do you say it again? I can't. I, now uh, we're Neapolitan, both, uh, Neapolitan. Yeah, there we Neapolitan. go. We're both stumbling over it, <laughs> which is a very Italian style. It comes from Naples in, in Italy. So it's hard for me to say that that's not necessarily pizza, although it is a little bit different. In style than the New York pizza that I that I uh, think is the only I don't know you, that's the only problem you gave me. Otherwise, I would tell you yes. None of the rest of it is pizza. They're different items disguised as pizza, and people still call them pizza. All right, let's move on. Wow, your hot take on pizza is uh, it's out hot. Of Why it, I don't well, care. I don't it's, care. It's hot, but it's so wrong. <laughs> and yet I'm not. I don't mind at all. You're not backing down. I know. Uh -huh. that's, listen, I know hot takes. That's it's all about. You that's, gotta have a hot take. You all can't the show is. That's it. why I tried to open with the biggest thing. Now, a lot of people would probably argue that a bigger story today, uh, not the pizza list that came out of some random website, but the fact that the Big Ten is going to play football, that's probably a much bigger story. However, I think it's been a day or two that we've kind of known they were going down this road. It was supposed to be a very contentious vote, but the Big Ten will play. Every team not likely to suit up every college because places like Michigan, who are run by people from the medical community, utterly unlikely to, to play, even though the, the league itself, the... Uh, the organization will allow teams and will allow colleges to suit up. What's your take on more college football? Uh, as we've seen it, at least in one week, work fairly well. Uh, do you think that we'll, I guess, live in a world in which every uh, every uh, league winds up playing? I think that, you know, if you want to try it, that's fine. But I'm looking at, you know, we're talking about the Big Ten. You look at University of Wisconsin, which had to quarantine and shut down yep. after being in school for two weeks. You look at uh, one of the uh, suburban high school teams that has some cases on it, so now everybody has to quarantine. It's, it's a gamble. If you want to roll that dice, you have to be prepared to, to say, this may, not, this may not come off well. You know, and yes, the first week of college football went off. We'll see now in two weeks how that goes. Um, I know there's a lot of money involved, and that's driving it. I know you've got athletes who are... Uh, what? Money driving it? No way. But you also see a lot of... Northwestern has a lot of people opting out. A lot of these big teams 
have big players who know they're going to get drafted anyway. Yeah. And that's one of the arguments that uh, the, the people are using to kind of, uh, let's, let's not look at the money over here. Let's talk about the futures of these, you know, scholar athletes. <laughs> ha ha, wink, wink, uh, <laughs> scholar in quotation marks. Uh, the guys who know they're getting drafted, they're saying, listen, I'm getting drafted. I'm, yeah. I'm going to opt out. I'm, I'm not, not playing play. an eight-game season. I'm not going to, one, risk illness, uh, two, risk injury for a shortened season that now they're saying, you know, even if the Big Ten does play the eight games, they're not going to be eligible for the national championship because they only played eight games. So there's a lot of reasons for these guys to opt out. The universities have their reasons for doing whatever they can to get some get some of this uh, NCAA money sure. and TV money. Well, and but I know I, that even the proposed schedule will end, I think, a day or two before Selection Sunday. So they are still attempting to get um, everyone and anyone into the potential playoffs, the final four being determined. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see. You had a week of college football where a lot of the major conferences did play and played successfully. I think it put a lot of pressure on the schools that were choosing not to play to make a decision like this to reverse course and potentially have a football season because it's going to be odd if there's less and less schools not participating and less and less teams not playing. It's going to be hard to, to explain that. And these, as you said, maybe financially to those that back the school. All right, I got to take a break. Uh, we talked about pizza for longer than I probably should have, but I don't care. And then we talked a little bit about other news of the day. After the break, I want to ask you about Halloween costumes. Are you down for that? Sure. All right, let's hit that right after this on AM 1230 WJBC. Greg Collins Show, AM 1230 WJBC. Still don't have the weather in front of me. Noonan, though, is willing to throw a little weather out there as I find it. Noonan, what were you going to say? Listen, folks, uh, here's the best weather you can do. Go to your window. Open it up and look outside. <laughs> right now, it's uh, probably sunny. It's nice. Okay. Tomorrow, it's going to be a little cooler because there's a front coming in, a cold front. Yeah. Uh, might be a little hazy. I don't know if you heard this. Are you doing actual weather? The entire West weather? Coast is on fire. Do you know? Yeah, okay, yes. I, that is true. I found no, I'm it. Just tell, I'm just telling you, that's that's basically the weather. Tomorrow, Today is really nice. Tomorrow's going to be sunny and nice, but it's going to be cooler. It's going to be cooler all weekend. Some say unseasonably. <laughs> I say it's September, so deal with it. I like it's kind of, what did you say? Sort of the weather, reasonably the weather. What was that uh, tagline there? Uh, oh, unseasonably. No, 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 not the unseasonably. You just said this is this is sort of kind of the weather. I, I forget what I word you just listen, used. Listen, do I pay attention to what I say? <laughs> Obviously not. This is this is sort of the weather with Brian Noonan. Uh, rest yeah. of today is sun with smoke and haze mild. Tonight, a few passing clouds. Stray sprinkler shower is possible. A low of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with smoke and haze again. Cooler, a high of 72. Friday is sunny, cool, 79, uh, 67. Excuse me. And right now it is 79 at AM 1230. WJBC in the basement radio bunker. You are Brian Noonan. Uh, you are a show host, a podcaster, a YouTuber, all that stuff. I always forget to promote the things you do, Noonan. So where are you? What are you doing? How can uh, people find you? Also, let's add right now, uh, meteorologist. Yes, you I are. Just the weather. <laughs> uh, you can always go to my YouTube channel, uh, Brian Noonan, and uh, watch Socially Distant. I was just about to record today's edition when uh, you called and told me that you did, in fact, have a show. So yeah. I was happy to put that down. But you can go to YouTube. And then, as always, the Brian Noonan Show page on Facebook is where a lot of things happen, including the Quarantine Cast, which happens every Wednesday night. I am very excited. Last week, uh, Craig was my co-host. He has uh, consented to do it again tonight. We had a really good time. People, uh, people were very excited. So tonight at yeah. 8 o'clock, Craig will be back on. I don't know if they were more excited about you and I talking or the fact that I added a new streaming platform with a really fun countdown. 
I think that it might have also been the fact that your normal co-host on that show, Cody Goff, who is also an, a frequent guest on the Craig Collins show, yes. uh, debuted his child during the, the episode. We saw well, that was not until the last baby. few minutes. So you had patience was rewarded last That's week. True. If you stuck with us through the entire quarantine cast where we talked about, uh, well, Cody not having coffee while his wife was uh, giving birth. <laughs> it was a tragic story, a horrible tale of woe. Difficult birth but, uh, for Cody. Yes, in the final few moments, the baby made an appearance. So uh -huh. that was that was very exciting. Can I promise that tonight? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but I can promise. Uh, Hold on, fun you can you can promise anything you want. Well, uh, we see how well that's working out with the rest of the country. That's so fair. I'm not going to make promises that I'm not uh, intending to keep. Wow, there you go. I think you also just quoted Beauty and the Beast. Um, uh, <laughs> is that, that right? That's true. Yeah, Clocksworth or whoever it is, Cogsworth says that Beauty. And the, I don't know why I know that. That was an embarrassing bit of I don't either, Gaston. What is going on with you? <laughs> uh, let's get to Halloween. Uh, so, right. so New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has said that he is not going to outright, outright ban trick-or-treating in all of New York State. Uh, I don't know what that means for places like New York City, which I imagine are very likely to not allow trick-or-treating. Also, uh, the governor of New Jersey hinted that the state would allow trick-or-treating. Uh, it's still a while out. So I imagine right. any sort of proclamation right now is, is one that can change. Uh, do you see us one noon in trick-or-treating uh, come come that time of year? Or do you think that that's the kind of thing that, that sadly, like so many other things, is going to get skipped uh, once we get to it? Well, I think I think we have to play it by ear. It's still six weeks out. And yesterday, uh, Chicago's mayor and the the, uh, the doctor who was in charge of all the health here mm -hmm. said, listen, we're, we're hopeful that it can happen. We're going to pay attention to the numbers. It's still a ways out, so we don't feel we need to make the decision right now. We are hopeful that... Halloween and trick-or-treating can go on as normal. Um, but, you know, like with everything else during this pandemic, you can't make you can't make a decision at the beginning because we know how well people like change, Craig. Yeah. Uh, how are, are we still hearing from people? Well, back in February, they told me I didn't have to wear a mask. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, so we have, so I think now leaders are starting to go, people aren't adaptable. No. So we're going to wait to make our decision till the last possible moment. Yeah. See. So I would I would imagine two weeks out or a week out, they're going to look at the numbers and they're going to say, you know what, I you know they have a plan either way right now. They they're going to say yes, trick or treating. Here is how you can protect yourself and the trick or treaters, and we can go on quote unquote normally. But the cha the the changes you'll have to make to keep everybody safe. But yes, you can still trick-or-treat. And I think that's going to be what happens. I think you're onto something, too, though, by saying right now it behooves anyone in any position of, of authority to tell you that nothing is changing, at least now, because it's September. Right. It's the middle of September. If yeah. you get much closer to Halloween, say, a week or two out from, from that date in October, then, and probably only then, should you announce if your decision, and I, I know that places like Illinois with governors like ours, are probably likely to listen to the science, even if the science doesn't necessarily tell you uh, what we all think it tells you. It's it's usually stronger uh, when it's the science in his ear. Right. Uh, but when you look at all that, I imagine that that it is fairly unlikely to see, uh, depending on, I guess, where we are. And I know that there's some people that say fall is going to get worse and some people that say it's, it's not. So unfortunately, I guess, like with all of every aspect of this, you just wait and see. Uh, there's reasons why, though, it would be sad to not get Halloween the way we're used to it, although I guess this would still be a thing even without trick-or-treating. The skimpy costumes, are you aware that there's going to be a Tiger King skimpy outfit? Ew. <laughs> 
Do it is again. Is that like a I Joe just, Exotic bikini top? It's almost exactly that. Um, is, Ew. Yeah, see, there you go. Uh, I don't understand the the make everything skimpy. If you remember in years past when Mr. Rogers was a big deal because yeah. he was in movies, right. they had a Mr. Right. Rogers skimpy outfit, the Popeye's yeah. chicken sandwich, which for real went viral, I think a year or two ago, that was turned into a skimpy costume. And now- Only one of those two costumes would arouse me. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not asking to tell the you. other question. Good. I'm leaving, I'm leaving it out there. You Fantastic. Know, it's theater of the mind, folks. Yeah. I wish it wasn't out there. I wish I could put it back. Uh, Tiger King, though, is the latest to get the skimpy makeover. There's going to be a couple different outfits uh, available. Oh. I don't know if sales oh. are impacted for things like this when there are no Halloween events the way that we're used to having them. I oh, there, yeah, that's okay. it's going to be it's going to be a horrible season for that because while trick or treating, trick or treating is easier in theory to keep kids socially distanced, outdoors, than, you know, all that stuff, and, and, yeah, and it's all outdoors. Big parties are not going to happen because bars are closed. So you're not going to have those uh, those things. Uh, people's house parties are going to be smaller. Mm -hmm. And really, once you get to a certain, and maybe I'm past the age, and I'm, I love Halloween. I decorate the house for Halloween. I'm going to be standing on the roof whiffing candy at kids as they come by because I don't <laughs> want to deal with them at the door. Um, but there's a point where you're like, all right, uh, we're, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. Right. Uh, you've, you've had your Halloween. Yeah. You don't need to dress up anymore. I remember, Just, I remember, and this is only because it was an attractive lady that asked me, but when I was in high school, I think it was like 15, 16 years old, there was a, a girl that I had fancied at the time who was like, we should go trick-or-treating because it's fun and I miss it from childhood. And I remember whoa. us both putting costumes on and going out. And the neighborhood then treated us like crap. 16 yes. years old, like it's, there's no one, no person. And remember, I have mentioned a couple things about this lady that I went trick-or-treating with, attractive, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It, it didn't matter. No one cared. The minute we knocked on the door, uh, they were like, you, you're too old. I don't want to give you candy. I think the two yeah. of you are terrible. Go home. Yes. If you're, yes. <laughs> I think, I think if you can drive, you're definitely too old. Um, if you could drive to a better neighborhood than where you live to get mm -hmm. better candy, too old. Um, if you've if you've reached a point where you're taking a lot of showers in the day, <laughs> shouldn't go trick or treating. Too old. Too old. Would you have you made know, a different decision past, if you basically were basically freshman year is your last trick or treat? Gotcha. If you were in my situation, if it had been sixteen year old Noonan and an attractive girl in your high school had asked you to trick or treat, would you have made a different call? Yes, I would have told her I had a bag of treats at home I'd give her. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, there's an artist. Come on is, over, dirty Mr. Rogers. Uh, there's an artist. I got a Zagnut to give you. I, now we know which costume you prefer. Uh, there's an artist out there um, who made a $180 Karen Halloween mask. This mask I is tremendously frightening, right, Noonan? Terrifying. Yeah, I'll put it on my social media page. You can find it on the Facebook.com slash Craig Collins show page. Um, it's sold out, though. It's it's 180 bucks. For this, really? And yes, it's out. It's a guy that's out of Los Angeles that's made it, and apparently, it's going to be tremendously difficult for him to hand make enough to keep up with demand because people are are buying this in droves. Um, I feel bad for one group of people, Noonan. Women, Women named, Karen. named Karen. Yeah, I feel yes. terrible for anyone that's had the name Karen for years, and now this is the representation of me, Karen, out there in the world because of social media. Well. You know, there's always a kernel of truth in everything. <laughs> so you're, I don't know. You're saying you haven't met a lot of nice Karens? 
I know at least one nice Karen's Karen currently. I've met, I've met a couple Karens, yeah. and they've all seemed fine to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Karen became, I don't know why that became the name. Me neither. It'd be interesting to find out. Maybe the, maybe the first person to be caught in one of these viral videos was actually named Karen, and so that just, it stuck with them. But yeah, if your name is Karen, it's, it's time to either change your name yeah. or go by your middle name. And if you're if you're you a know? kid, if you're let's say any age in which other kids would make fun of you, you should change that name now. Like you should yes. legally go and change a child's name because the mask Karen, let alone the the treatment to anyone named Karen, is more than enough to start going by your middle name, in my opinion. Or you go full tilt, like your Pizza Hut take. You just you <laughs> buy into it and. You become, if your name is Karen, you become 100% Karen. No. Karen 2.9. You're, you're there. You're just nonstop Karening. The opinions expressed by guests in this radio program are not those of Craig Collins or WJBC. They are of the guests and the guests only. And Brian Noonan specifically uh, is the one that causes this disclaimer from time to time. Uh, have sure. You... Well, listen, if that's your name, <laughs> why not be proud of it? You right. go, hey, you think I'm a Karen? You mm -hmm. haven't seen anything yet. I'm the most Hang Karen. Hang on. All right. Uh, have you seen the story about the monkey that took a guy's phone? <laughs> That's real. I, I think you just get drunk and then make these things. <laughs> no, up. I is don't. That, is that how this show works? I share them on social media so people know they're real because I've been accused of that before. Uh, Creevecore, um, Missouri. There's a guy. I've been that, to Creevecore. Have you been to Creevecore? Sure. There's a guy that's walking around in there, and I guess uh, somehow a monkey got a hold of his phone. And the best part about it, the reason that this story has gone viral, according to many a place, is the uh, monkey started taking selfies. I don't know how sure the monkey navigated to it. Right. But that's what he navigated to, the photo option on the phone. And there's just a, a crap ton of selfies that are now viral. They've been viewed hundreds of thousands of times on the Internet. And this is someone who, or a monkey, that got access to a guy's phone. I would, I would volunteer for this because this has now made his social media account probably tremendously more valuable. And it also made the monkey an influencer. <laughs> you think they team up and do this more often now? I think this monkey has okay. uh, about 2 million Insta followers right now. At least. There's going to be a monkey TikTok dance coming pretty soon. Uh -huh. There's a lot going on with this monkey. Yeah, I, I imagine, and I don't know if maybe they're going to train more monkeys to do this. Maybe this will be a thing. Maybe you go to the zoo, and all the monkeys are trained to snatch your phone, snap some selfies, and hand it back to you, and then, you know, somehow add in the zoo as part of those photos. I imagine there's a filter for that. I uh, Part of me... Doesn't want to panic people because that seems to be the prevailing thing. I don't want to panic people, but I have seen all the Planet of the Ape movies. Okay. And I don't think you encouraging monkeys to take cameras is a good precedent to set because once, once they begin taking the cameras and now they know how to take selfies, mm -hmm. then they'll start making calls. Then God only knows the Chris Evans type pictures they'll be sending out. <laughs> By the way, Chris Evans has uh, finally addressed the photo accident. That was his social media page, or I guess his Facebook page. Uh, yeah. he, he encouraged people to vote. Did you see that? Sure. He said, now that I have your attention with a bunch of, like, embarrassed emojis, uh, please go out and vote in the election. That's an interesting spin to take on it after the guy shared what I'm not going to completely describe here, but I know I talked about it the day that story went viral. Yeah. Uh, you know, photos he wishes he could have back. Well, it was funny because it was the he, it was like a, a mistaken screenshot of his whole gallery. Right. So it wasn't like he was sending this one picture out. No. But then you know, the guy obviously you know people were people were impressed by Captain America, and uh, <laughs> so, so it's you know it's easy for him to just you know play it off. It's not bad. No. You know. Right. Nobody was really ripping him for it. For well, it. and I guess there was a second photo which I'm also not going to describe here, which is not a a. Um, 
not safe for work and the fact that it's like more of a human being than you're supposed to be seeing, but it's it's oh a meme. Did you see the one that's the meme? I didn't. Okay. You should probably look that one up because I think social media is now more entertained with the not safe for work meme that existed on Chris Evans' phone, more so than the photo that is most talked about. But we'll take a break. A lot more just a bit on the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJVC. My guest, Brian Noonan. After the break, we're going to talk about the amount of time it takes you to make an online purchase. According to at least one survey, it's way longer than we think it is. and maybe a reason why you should shop local uh, because it doesn't just take a few minutes. And it's more for the big item purchases. But I, I can't totally believe that this is the appropriate amount of time. We'll get to it in just a bit. AM 1230 WJBC. 1230 WJBC. My guest is Brian Noonan. One more time, Noonan, all the places people can find you because you're out there in the world beyond this radio show. Well, tonight, uh, if you go to uh, Facebook and the Brian Noonan Show page for the Quarantine Cast, which happens every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, usually with uh, Cody Goff, my co-host. Last week and this week, very special co-host, uh, WJBC's own Craig Collins will be my, my co-host again. I'm looking forward to We had a lot of fun last week. We did. So uh, we will have a lot of fun, I'm guessing, this week as well. You can also go to my YouTube channel and uh, check out Socially Distant, little video vignettes that I post. Uh, a few times a week, so the, all of that and more. Um, but mostly, if you just keep uh, keep abreast at the Facebook page, you know what's happening. Yeah, and honestly, if you go to that Facebook page right now, the Brian Noonan Show page, you will see a tease to one of the topics that's coming up yes. uh, this evening that is that's tremendously right. interesting. I'm going to say nothing else about it because off the air you told me you're not going to talk about it, so I'm not I'm even going to talk about it. That's no, fine. no, because I teased it on Instagram as well, Brian right. Noonan on Instagram, because uh, I'm I'm trying to be like a thieving monkey and get a lot of <laughs> Instagram followers. That's smart. Yeah, it's a smart move. Brandon Craig, you know that. A major online purchase will take you over three hours to make from start to finish. Do you believe the survey that says that that's true? It may be paid for someone like a Walmart claiming that you need to buy things. I don't see it's paid for Walmart, but it could be. Uh, do you think that that makes sense for major purchases you make via the Internet? These are things like televisions, printers, um, I don't know, any kind of big furniture. Does that make sense to you, Noonan? It makes sense to me if they're counting in all the time you do to research because... Uh, if you're like me, and I, I actually was doing this earlier for a webcam, you go best webcam. So then you spend time looking at the list of different webcams, reading up the uh, the specs on all of them, comparing prices, doing that. So with all the research involved okay. before you actually decide to pull the trigger on that purchase, yeah, I can see it taking at least three hours. Well, here they actually map it for you. Deciding whether or not you actually need something is 35 minutes. Uh, searching different types of products, as you said, to find the best one is 33 minutes. Reading reviews and recommendations about those products that you're finding is an additional 29 minutes. Comparing products and narrowing it down to a specific brand, 31 minutes. Sharing links and asking for advice from friends and family. Do you do that? I don't do that. 14 minutes, No, I don't say. do that unless I know somebody. Like, if I was, if I was buying some sort of a broadcast equipment, I would ask you, hey, have okay. you heard of this kind of microphone? Yes. So, yes, I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to call everybody I've ever met. <laughs> but if, if there's somebody I know or somebody I know who just bought a TV. Yeah. Oh, hey, what kind of TV did you get? Are you happy with it? How's it working? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, it, it's on my list, too. Okay, perfect. See, here's where it really loses me, though. Finally deciding whether or not to put something into your cart. They claim that takes 19 minutes to click the Add to Cart button. The debating back and forth. That can't be right. The actual purchase no. itself takes up to 24 minutes according to this this survey which again is people not doing uh online shopping correctly because it really should not be 24 minutes to execute a purchase online but all told that's over three hours five minutes from start to finish to buy something online 
paid for you by any brick and mortar location in your local area, I assume. But it does, like shopping in person, there's tremendous value in uh, having half of those things happen organically with say the person in the store or people around. Like you don't have to do all these different steps. Uh, so I do say shop well, local but, when you can. I think shopping local, it's definitely important to shop local, but mm -hmm. I think we still do that even if we're shopping local, everything up to the putting it in our virtual cart. Right. Because if I'm going to buy a TV, I'm not just going to walk into my local Best Buy <laughs> and, and grab the first TV so, I see. I'm going to go in looking for this brand that I've researched, and now I know, okay, I want this. Then I see, oh, it's available at my local Best Buy. That's a fair point. Or my local wherever. Then I'm going to go in, I'll buy it there. But no, you know, I'm still doing. I'm still doing all my research. You've made a fair point. I, I agree. Although I wish that there was someone who would just walk in, grab one, throw it in the cart, and go, because that guy would uh, forever be awesome. At least in my have opinion. Have you never seen Black Friday? I have never. Yeah, you're right. Those people are planning ahead. They're aggressive. Yeah, I, but they're just taking any. T it doesn't matter what the TV. <laughs> oh, TV for forty eight cents. Do I'm it. buying it. Right. I got to take a break. We got news coming up in just a bit. AM twelve thirty WJB.